Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hey friends, I hope you're doing well. My name is Megan and I am the founder of She Lives Purposefully and the host of this podcast and I am so excited that you are here and that you are listening. Um, This is going to be such a good episode. It's something that um, I've been really thinking about for um, probably over a year now, just very, very um, intentionally just trying to figure out um, the answer to the question that is the title of this podcast that is how to handle the news as a Christian. Um, And I think we can go in so many different directions with this um, episode, but I do think it's a really important topic to talk about because as Christians, we are called to be lights and we are, you know, called to be examples and we're called to really reflect the Lord and news lately, especially in the past couple months, but really just for the past few years has been so heavy um, and so divisive and just really down and hard and um, just crazy. One, because things in the world are just going haywire and it is heartbreaking, but two, just because um, I think there's just a lot of, yeah, I guess just sadness and divisiveness and negativity that is going on in the world. And I think that can lead to a lot of different emotions. One can be anxiety and fear. Another one could be just anger and divisiveness and judgment, um, you know, judgy, judgmentalness um, and all of those things. Another thing could be just carelessness, like I'm just over it. I don't want to talk about it, all of those things. So, really, I just kind of wanted to dive into as a Christian, how are we supposed to handle that? Because it's been a hard season of news, especially lately. It's just been one thing after the other. So this is just going to be my personal thoughts. Um, And two, I just want to say, I think as a generation, we are the most exposed to negative news than any generation before us. And therefore, I think we are naturally being driven to anxiety by that. Instead of hearing and seeing sad news every once in a while, every even once a week, um, or even once a day, we are inundated with news podcasts, news notifications popping up, news on television, on websites, on social media, with countless awful stories and real hard and even scary things going on locally around us or around the globe. This is not something that any generation before, you know, a couple de- decades ago have really had to go through. So we're also now exposed to not only just more news, but more opinions and more false information than ever before. We're in this weird state of an inundation of information and misinformation and opinions of sadness, anxiety, and cancel culture. So how do we handle the news as Christians? Um, And like I said, this is something that I started to think about about a year ago, but as I was putting together this podcast episode, and I kind of like to write the notes out beforehand just to get an idea of what I really want to talk about so that I'm, you know, cohesive and all of that, um, it reminded me, so a couple years ago, I had an internship at an NBC affiliate, or not affiliate, yeah, I don't know exactly what you would call it, but it's the NBC in the area that I live, um, And it was a really incredible experience, but at first I really did struggle with a lot of anxiety and sadness because I would go in and I was just 
inundated with, you know, awful, horrific news that was happening, like right down the street or right near my house, things that I had no idea that were happening before, because you're getting like all these police reports and all the information. And now you have to create a story that's clickable because you would need people to read it for the numbers and all these things. And it's just a very natural thing. You know, it's the news cycle and people need to know what's happening in the news. And you are now kind of the, um, way that they are learning about that so you are taking it all in and you are putting it all out there and I really really struggled with a lot of anxiety and sadness during that time especially during the first couple months um of that and as I just was putting this together I was thinking about that too like how did I actually handle that how did the Lord help me with that so everything we're going to be talking about is just my thoughts in the last year, but also kind of bringing in thoughts from that season of my life as well um, and, and how to go all about that and really just asking like, is there a right way to take it all in? So I'm sure that there's countless right answers to this question of how to handle the news as a Christian, um, but I want to talk to you about what I think and what I think are biblical thoughts. I believe that the Bible is God's word, making it timeless, which means that it's truths and the things that it commands us to do last forever and no matter what. So here we go. I'm going to break this episode into um, two parts, how not to handle the news and how to handle the news. So how not to handle the news. Don't be careless. When I think, and we'll talk about this later, but while I think that there is great value in not being consumed by the news, another extreme that I believe is not really biblical is to be careless about the news that we hear. As believers, we are called to love and even share God's love and comfort. We see that God himself, especially throughout the books of the prophets in the Old Testament, cares deeply about injustice. We never see God say, well, it doesn't affect me or, you know, it's not that big a deal or it's just one person, so I'm not really going to care. We never see him turn a blind eye to injustice. We never see him call Christians to forget about the widows or orphans. Our God is a caring, loving God. And so I believe that his followers should reflect that. Um, and number two, for how not to handle the news is to not get caught up in civilian pursuits. In 2 Timothy, it says this, no one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. So this passage is not specifically regarding how to handle the news, but it does speak to how we are supposed to act and live at large. And so um, I think it does pertain to this because this is a, a part of, and it's becoming an ever-growing part of the way that we live. Um, So, you know, if we are actively fighting on Instagram and Facebook about things that we are not going to do anything about in real life, if we are going to be anxious and complain about things that we won't actually take a stand in in real life, that is distracting ourselves and others from who God is. Um, And two, I just want to say, you know, I was actually at church last night and, um, Maybe it was actually yesterday morning that it was, I, yeah. Anyway, the pastor was talking about how he was heartbroken to watch believers, specifically, you know, Christians on Twitter and Facebook coming at each other and attacking each other and ridiculing each other and blaspheming each other and um, all of these things in the past year or so based on their opinions on the news and the things of the news and um, to really be caught up in that. And when we are, you know, called to have unity and love and that's, you know, the church and Christians are supposed to be 
really almost a lighthouse for those things. And um, so, yeah, I just thought that that was interesting too, to really get caught up in those things is something that I really don't believe the Lord has called us to do. Okay, so a lot of you guys know that I actually got married a couple months ago, as did so many of my friends, and one thing we would highly recommend is investing in a wedding planner or coordinator. So that's why I have to tell you about our sponsor for today's episode, Oasis Coordination, who actually planned one of my best friend's weddings this past year. And if you are a bride, you know that wedding vendors are booking up quick for 2022 and even 2023. So be sure to hire somebody that you can trust. And I'm telling you, that's Oasis Coordination. Check her out at Oasis Coordination on Instagram or on their website. Again, that's Oasis Coordination. Now, that is not to say that I think that we should never post about those things on social media. Maybe that we shouldn't private message somebody, you know, very lovingly and say, like, let's talk about this a little more. I'm not I'm not going to go and throw the whole blanket, you know, cover or whatever that expression is um, over that whole kind of idea that we should never be vocal because I do think um, and we'll get into this later in the second half of this and the how to that we should be vocal. And I there are people on um, platforms on social media that I respect immensely who are incredibly vocal and it is how they carry it out. And I really respect them too because again, like I said before, um, they're not just actively fighting on Instagram and Facebook without doing anything about it in real life. They are active in the things that they are passionate about. If they are complaining about um, the lack of help for orphans and widows, they themselves are helping the orphans and widows, you know. Um, and they're not attacking others, but they're being vocal about those things. So that's something um, I do want to distinguish there as well. So again, like I was saying, if we are just really getting caught up in those things without any fruit from them, then we are distracting ourselves and others from who God is. All they'll see is someone who's prone to fights, anxious and a complainer, but someone who in real life does nothing about the situation at hand. We get caught up in saying to someone they should take care, like I said, of the widow and orphan when we don't or we get caught pointing out the speck in someone else's eye when we don't take care of the plank in our own. So I think it's really important to keep that in mind. So now we're going to kind of go into the how to um, handle and take in the news as Christians. Do not, or rather, sorry, we're in the how-to section. (laughs) Do be informed, but not overwhelmed. To be informed is a good thing, I believe. I think it can show that we care and that we're involved in our communities and our world and that we are being good stewards of it when we are informed about the things going on around us. But like I briefly mentioned earlier, there is great value in not being consumed by the news. We talked about not being careless But we can also easily become too caught up in the things that we have no control over. We turn to anxiety um, and passion without prayer and action. And I think this is often natural when we inundate ourselves with news. Instead of getting the summary in the morning or the evening, we're checking and looking up um, the news every hour, getting notifications on our phone. We're looking up every possible detail of a developing story. Um, So I would say don't be overwhelmed, but in the how-to section, do be informed um, and do kind of put a restraint on, on how much we consume the news. I would also say do care. And this goes into kind of what we were talking about just earlier with civilian pursuits and getting caught up in those things. On the flip side, we should 
care. We should be gracious. We should be loving. We should be kind and compassionate. We should love. We should speak out on the things that we really think that we need to speak out on. We should help, be very practically helping people. We should be donating to causes, all of these things. We should be caring. And then third, um, and actually the last point in the how-to section, and this is something that I think is very, very important and maybe even the hardest one, to be quite honest, is to surrender anxiety. We are called to be anxious for nothing and to have a higher hope because we know the ultimate future and the one who is in control. The truth applied when it was written back in scripture, you know, 2,000 plus years ago, and it applies today. Peace is supposed to set us apart. It is a fruit of the Spirit. And so how do we do that? In Philippians 4.8, it says to think on these things. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things instead of other things. I'm just going to add that little last couple words there. And also just to be in constant prayer, to be taking our thoughts captive, to be bringing all those things before the Lord, um, to be surrendering that anxiety. And while that can be such a difficult thing, and I understand that there are other measures that many people need to take, of course, for anxiety, I think it's important to note that the Lord does call us, um, to not fear and to not be anxious and peace is a fruit of the spirit and our God is a God of peace. Um, So just to be reminding ourselves that he is in control, that he knows the end from the beginning and that we actually know through scripture, we know the end, um, how ultimately everything is going to end. So um, again, not that it is sometimes those words don't automatically take away anxiety, but to really be meditating on those things I think is really important so that would be another how to how to handle the news would be to surrender anxiety as we listen to it so I hope this episode was just kind of a very practical encouragement for you um, and just kind of how to handle the news and take it in Um, and so just going to kind of recap really quick how not to was to not be careless but also not to be so caught up in fighting with everybody and all of these kind of things and also really attacking people and lacking in love to be getting caught up in that kind of um, civilian affairs and then how to definitely be informed um, but also be putting limits on that definitely care be loving compassionate speak out help all of those things um, and then also surrender anxiety in this bring everything that you hear before the Lord um, because it really is and, I, and that's the reason one of the reasons I wanted to create this episode such an anxious time and and I already talked about how I struggled a lot with that when I was working for um, a news outlet and struggled with anxiety and sadness during that time and um, really had to very firsthand remember and learn and relearn that the Lord is in control and that I really can't live my life in fear because then I won't be able to do anything you know and um very yeah just very practically like that that would be a result of that but the lord knows all things and he calls me to not fear and he calls me to trust him so i hope again that this is an encouragement to you i love you guys so much if you have any questions feel free to dm me on instagram to reach out i would love to hear from you and your thoughts on this podcast um i love you guys so much and i hope you have a fantastic day 
Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at she lives purposefully and to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, so feel free to do that. And also tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you, go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you friends.